Greetings, and welcome once again to another edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, producer and host of this podcast. Each week, I seek the Lord to help me discern current events to know how God wants His people to respond. I work hard to uncover truth, which is exceptionally difficult in the present evil and deceptive atmosphere. This has been my focus since 2012 when I wrote the first book in the series also called Faith to Live By. That book title is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. I could see then how deceived many people were. That was 10 years ago. And yet today, the process of finding truth is even more difficult. Even so, I'm committed because I want to be your trusted advocate to help all of us not only make sense out of current events, but to learn how we must respond and what we must do as instruments of Jesus for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I know many of you fear that the world has gone too far, that we are beyond the point of recovery. But influenced by the Holy Spirit of God, I am in total agreement with Dutch Sheets, who wrote this, quote, Let it be said of this generation that when a nation teetered on the edge of destruction, having lost the ancient path of truth, we answered the divine call to war for its restoration. Let it be said of us, as it was of our forefathers, that in the face of overwhelming odds, we took our stand in the celestial courtroom, appealing to the judge of all the earth for his saving grace, mercy, and sustaining power. End quote. America today is an extremely divided nation, but it's a nation established by God, with the destiny of being a spiritual light to all the other nations. Is it any wonder, then, that the enemy of God has worked so hard to destroy America? Because of America's influence on all the nations, according to God's will, is it any wonder that the people from other nations all around the world are praying for America? They're praying for the people who will seek God for the restoration of this nation. Considering scriptures clearly state the nations are Christ's inheritance, again, is it any wonder the enemy has worked so hard to destroy America? We must work hard to establish and maintain a perspective solidly based on truth. In the midst of the intentional efforts by a few who reject God, who also want to eliminate Christianity and destroy our nation through the use of lies, deception, cheating, robbing, and murder, we must work tirelessly to discover and live in life-giving truth. Listen, Dutch Sheets, Lou Engle, Chuck Pierce, Mario Murillo, Hank Kuhneman, Johnny Inlow, and many others have been pioneering the way for us to become awakened to truth and to take our rightful place in God's plan. What is God's plan? It's often referred to as the Third Great Awakening or the Billion Soul Harvest when people from every nation radically discover the truth, namely Jesus, and place their faith in Him as their personal Savior and Lord. So, with today's program, I want to help us step back, or in actuality, to raise up, to get a view from heaven regarding all that is taking place on earth. I promise you, by the end of this program, you will have a renewed understanding of truth, your hope will be refreshed, and you will be restored to take your rightful place in God's plan. So, first, I'll provide a bullet list of issues so we can see the strategic plan of the enemy which will reveal our strategies in response to experience the victory Christ has already secured for us. Next, we'll hear from Amanda Grace, a powerful and entirely devoted woman of God through whom God often speaks, and she will help us gain understanding and also increase our hope. Then I'll wrap up 
with some excellent resources and action steps you can take to help you, your family, and friends live beyond the smoke and mirrors of the enemy and embrace what God wants you to have. All right, I'm going to string a series of events and realities together so we can get heaven's perspective of what's been going on in our world. First, let's establish that all that is going on in the natural is evidence of a raging war in the spiritual, as the enemy of God seeks to wreck as much destruction and death possible before his days are up. Next, let's understand the grace of God to provide us with considerable prophecies about the current days through both modern-day prophets and prophets of old as recorded in the Bible. Let's also operate from the premise of knowing God is good, loving, and sovereign over all, and it is God who is in charge of everything that is happening. He has a good and perfect plan and purpose in allowing the evil we're experiencing to become known. Much of the evil being exposed in our day has been in operation for hundreds of years. By revealing these evils, God is preparing to administer his justice. We've been living in the days of tremendous grace and mercy, where people are being given a chance to repent and turn from their evil ways, but God's day of justice is very near. America has been a target of the enemy of God because of God's special covenant with America to be a light to all the nations. As I mentioned, the nations are Christ's inheritance. The Bible is clear there are both sheep nations and goat nations in this world. Through radical Islam, a religion, and communism, a government, evil forces have been at work growing in momentum with the goal to wipe out America because America is the only nation that stands in their way for complete world dominance. The worldwide self-appointed elite who do not believe in God have been working together to overturn the republic style of government in America and establish communism. They believe once America is defeated, it would be easy to gain world dominance. These are highly influential and well-funded people who are in agreement in creating the great global reset where technology is used to overcome the middle-class people who stand in the way of their goals. In 2016, when Donald Trump won the presidency, God blindsided the elite. In the four short years President Trump was in office, tremendous gains were made to strengthen America in every way. From the beginning, the elite did everything they could to stir up hatred for Donald Trump, to impeach him and get him out of their way so they could resume their plans. Frankly, the fact that President Trump has not been assassinated, especially considering all the hatred, is evidence to me that he is anointed of God. President Trump recognized China's goals and the many ways China has made inroads in our nation and dealt sternly with China, which only intensified their desire to overcome America. President Trump also enacted a plan to put an end to the 20-year American military efforts in Afghanistan, which was working very well. The American military worked to train the official Afghanistan military, while Afghanistan worked to establish their own government. Terrorism in the Middle East was diminishing, evidenced by the retreat of ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Hamas, and the Taliban while Trump was in office. The next opportunity the elite saw to get rid of Donald Trump was the 2020 elections. For many years, China has wanted world dominance. It's been said we are actually in a new type of war with China. Having already essentially bought their American allies, China worked with those who opposed President Trump to devise a way to control our elections through the tallying machines and release of the COVID-19 virus. Greedy business owners and banking institutions, social media, big tech, big pharma, and mainstream media saw tremendous ways of capitalizing on the unfolding plans. The personal fortunes 
of George Soros, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Mark Zuckerberg, among others, were greatly increased as they instituted the plans of the elite. Dr. Fauci, who has ties with China and the World Health Organization, that is controlled by China, by the way, was positioned as the lead expert on COVID-19 under President Obama. When what he was doing in America with taxpayer-funded labs was made known to the public, the lab was then moved to Wuhan, China, for continued experimentation with the plan of ultimately launching a virus as a bioweapon. Trump's team of advisors were continually providing him with misinformation and conflicting information. As with all presidents, they must rely on their advisors. And according to Dr. Paul E. Alexander, a former advisory team member, the team was conflicted about rushing out a vaccine and President Trump was duped. And in turn, Americans would be duped into receiving a so-called vaccine that in actuality is intended to bring more harm than good. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. Again, one of the goals of the elite is to eliminate the middle-class people who stand in the way of their plans succeeding. The COVID-19 virus was not strong enough to accomplish their goal, so the vaccine was their solution. Be sure you look at the show notes because I have a report from Dr. Young about the contents or the ingredients in the vaccines. The elite, with the voice of Dr. Fauci, then proceeded with fear-mongering narratives to control the people. The mandating of lockdowns was a means to put the middle-class business owners out of business, making them dependent on government for survival. Mainstream media and big tech complied with the narratives, even promoting propaganda and censorship, again for their own greedy gains. Bill Gates controls Big Pharma through his multi-million dollar grants for research purposes and is closely tied to the World Health Organization. He launched a bid to manage the world's scientific response to the pandemic known as COVID-19 Act Accelerator. Additionally, Gates allegedly owns stock in Pfizer. Bill Gates, who doesn't believe in God and who is on record for wanting to reduce the world's population to what he believes is a more sustainable level. I'll have a link for you with more information about Bill Gates in the show notes. The World Health Organization, remember, controlled by China, greatly influenced the National Institute of Health and the Food and Drug Administration to be in lockstep with their recommendations that included lockdowns, mask mandates, and vaccine mandates. At the same time, Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum and his cronies are pushing for a great global economic and governmental reset. You can learn more about that from my podcast that came out a couple of weeks ago. There's overlap of elites who want to eliminate America and those who want a global reset, which in reality is an effort for a one world order. The elites had to win the 2020 presidential election to get rid of Donald Trump and be in position to suppress we the people who stand in their way of accomplishing their goals. The elite, in partnership with China for the destruction and control of America, decided to release the COVID-19 virus during President Trump's fourth year in office to once again create a problem that only they claim they can fix. However, the 18 months of mismanagement and conflicting information from every trusted source of leadership and influence has outraged the people, not just in America, but worldwide, and the people are pushing back. In response, another crisis was needed to divert the world from the true underlying plan of the elite, which was to get rid of Donald Trump, then control the middle class in their communist takeover of our nation. Enter Afghanistan. The Biden administration, very likely working with China, decided to pull the United States military out of Afghanistan 
which broke the conditions of operations established by President Trump and allowed the Taliban to overcome the burgeoning government and fail the developing Afghanistan military. Before Biden ever announced his complete withdrawal of American troops, China had invited members of the Taliban to talk with them, which was a form of recognizing the Taliban as the soon-to-be government of Afghanistan. I have a New York Times article supporting this in the show notes. This tragic decision resulted in 13 servicemen and women losing their lives and has put thousands of people at risk for harm and for their very lives. It has made America look exceedingly weak in the eyes of the world. Our failed commitment to Afghanistan subjects us to destroyed trust with all of our allies. It's believed by many that China is in partnership with the Taliban, joining forces to bring death to America. And I urge you to use the link in the show notes and see the interview by Steve Schultz of Chris Reed called Islam and Communism, How Should We Respond? So that's my best attempt to explain the current events up to the present day. And as bleak as all of this is, I want you to continue to listen to this podcast to learn more truth, which will give you hope. The reason the elite are working so hard on all these fronts is they want to maintain power to attain their goals. But there remains one matter that is gaining momentum, and that is the audit of the 2020 presidential election. If an audit reveals the election was rigged, it will overturn all of their evil deeds. And I believe God has allowed all of this before our very eyes to wake us up to the truth about the extent of evil and to cause us to take our rightful place in God's plan, which includes each and every one of us being actively engaged in our government, which was established to be for and by the people. I believe it's God's plan to judge evil and restore America to be all the nation was meant to be and provide hope for the sheep nations of the world. So this is where I want to now bring in Amanda Grace to help bring some additional insight. Amanda is a woman whom God began speaking to as a child. Her ministry work includes caring for at-risk animals, and you'll hear both Wally, the parrot, and Grace, the dove, in the background during this interview. Please be sure to look at the show notes to learn more about Amanda and her ministry. Welcome, Amanda. I'm so glad you're part of the podcast. So glad you're here. Oh, here. And is that Wally in the background? That is Wally. Wally is right now trying to imitate us. He's standing on top of his cage. He may be joining us in a little bit because he (laughs) likes to sit on the desk in the corner while I'm doing a podcast or I'm doing work. Amanda, I really, really appreciate the integrity of your ministry. And so I wanted to have you on because you always bring a light of hope. And I want to ask you, how do you think God's people should respond now, given everything we've endured since before the 2020 presidential election? Hey, I know it's been a lot. You know, this has been an enormous wake-up call for many people. I like to say a lot now, the church has left the building, mm-hmm. meaning the church has been compelled out in the middle of this to do what we were supposed to be doing all along, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. was to be salt and light and to be out in the forefront and to be proclaiming the word and contending for the faith. And so I'll tie this to a word that the Lord had given me last year. And he said in 2021, his people were going to press and race. This was going to be the kind of year it was. Now, when you press, you apply pressure. When you apply pressure and squeeze something, the contents hidden inside come out, right? Right. And racing, well, you're contending. You know, you're contending against others, some of them not totally scrupulous. 
So his people were going to press and race. So this is the point right now that we're at where the people of God really need to press. And I compare it to a birth. Okay. And it's right before, and I joke around and I say, you know, I hear giving birth is like blowing a turkey out your nose. And it probably is true to a degree, but the last part of the birth is the most painful, the most pressure filled, the most exhausting where the mother wants to give up and the doctor needs her to push. She's like, I can't push anymore. I'm too tired. I need one more good push. And in the middle of her exhaustion, she's got to muster up everything inside of her to push. And right after the birth, it's like weeping indoors for a night and joy comes in the morning. You know what I mean? All the mm-hmm. pain goes, all the pressure departs, it's over. So this is the part we're at now. It may seem like the most tiring, mm-hmm. uh, the most dim. It's always, the skies are always darkest before dawn. Right. Always. It may seem the most chaotic, but we still have the Lord leading this. And if we press in, And if we listen to his instruction and we allow him to position us where we're supposed to be right now, because some of us are going to be totally taken out of one industry, one area and placed in a brand new area that he's been equipping us for in order to be pivotal in this moment. If we do that, we are going to see, and it's already begun, great change happen in this country. The Lord keeps using the word with me unprecedented. And the last time he used that, it was the 2016 election. Okay. So he's started using this word again in this hour, but it seems the bleakest. I remember the Lord saying to me last year in a word, just when all seems like it's lost, my spirit is going to rush in. Just when it seems like it's over, it's not over. It's got to be really close. (laughs) It's it's very, very, and this is all, we're all seeing the chaoticness break out. You know, the Lord warned that this was going to happen last year. Things were going to become worse before they became better. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's got to let the entire ugliness of mm-hmm. the of the truth and these leaders and everything be laid bare before the American people. So he can say to them, choose this day whom you will serve. Now mm-hmm. you see what you're serving. Choose this day whom you will serve. Because he wants to deliver this nation. He's not done with the United States of America. Right, right. By any stretch of the imagination. On one of your broadcasts, I heard you say that God is resurfacing things from 9-11. Well, we're very close to 9-11 as we're recording this. What has the Lord revealed to you is meant by that? Well, what's interesting is I call it the American Airlines dream. I've talked about this before. And I had that back in April. American Airlines dream pointed at the fact they were planning another 9-11 because they were getting so desperate. You see, people can't see it, but the other side in this and the enemy are frantic right now. Mm-hmm. This is why they're trying so hard to censor and do everything they're doing. Because if they were telling the truth and they had such a strong case, they wouldn't need to do all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the fact they're fighting so hard is a temperature and a barometer and an indicator that we're advancing. With the events with Afghanistan recently, the horrible uh, pullout of all of our it's troops. Yeah, I have heard experts say that there is likely to be another 9-11 attack on American soil. In fact, I think President Trump even said that. And I'm seeing the pieces of the puzzle kind of going together for the fulfillment of what you had said, that God is resurfacing things from 9-11. Yeah. I also think that means this. 9-11 was not what it seemed. That 9-11 has more inside components within this country than they had let on. Okay. 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 And that is going to surface and come out more and more also. Stay tuned for that because that's going to be a biggie. Yeah. 
You know, Amanda, we've seen treason, crimes against humanity, murder, uh, violations of the doctor's Hippocratic oath. Uh, we've seen violation of constitutional rights, our speech and our religion. We've seen promotion of propaganda. And it's like the enemy thinks he's got no accountability. What do you say to that? Yeah, we're dealing in, in, for all intents and purposes with the psychopath. You know, okay. Lucifer is, for all intents and purposes, an apex predator. He's a psychopath. He hates everything of God. He does not want to abide by the laws that God has put in place. He does not want to, you know, he doesn't even like to acknowledge the existence of God, that he is such a greater power than he is. And that's why they're brainwashed in the occult the way they are. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a method mm -hmm. to his madness with this. So the enemy's nervous at this moment. Mm -hmm. He's nervous because the people of God are waking up. And that is the worst, his worst nightmare. You see, he was trying to jump ahead of the curve. So what the enemy was trying to do was get ahead of God's timetable or throw it off balance. You see what I mean? Yeah. He was attempting to do this with everything that's happened. And so we're seeing now this incredible battle take place where God is going to be victorious because he is supreme. I mean, when the enemy tried to ascend himself, to heaven to overthrow God because Lucifer had a pretty distinguished position mm -hmm. in heaven when he said he was going to ascend and overthrow. He got thrown out of heaven as fast as lightning hits the ground. Mm -hmm. That's how fast. That's how quick that rebellion was over with. That's how much power God has. And the worst thing for the enemy is for the people to, of God to realize the authority they have in Christ. Right. Because he's got no answer for that. Resist the enemy and he shall flee from you. The enemy has no answer for the name of Jesus. Right. You know, when you rebuke the devourer, demonic forces in the name of Jesus, they have to go. There are some laws they have to abide by. There are some, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, in the spirit realm, even though it's like the Autobahn, it's, it moves way quicker than our natural realm does. They still have laws they have to abide by. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the people of God are waking up and realizing their authority in Christ and realizing how the enemy is deceiving. And once you realize how the enemy is deceiving, you know how to attack it. Mm -hmm. You brought out the point that the enemy is really nervous. He's pulled out all the stops. He's wreaking as much havoc as he possibly yes. can. We, as God's people, are exhausted, using your analogy of being at the last part of giving birth. So mm -hmm. we know it's got to be right around the corner that the Lord's going to intervene. And I know he doesn't give us dates and times, but he does work with seasons. And I'm, in my spirit, I'm rather encouraged because we're coming up on the Jewish holidays. We're coming up on Rosh Hashanah, which is between uh, the 6th and the 8th of September. And then Yom Kippur is the 15th, 16th. We've got Sukkot, which is the 20th to 22nd. We've got, well, I think it's pronounced Shimchat Torah, which is the 27th. I mean, at the whole month of September leading into November with Hanukkah, we've got a lot of major Jewish holidays. And that seems to me like it could be time for God to show up. And you know, let me tell you what, so, what the prophetic significance this year about the Jewish holidays are. They're coming three weeks earlier than they normally do. Wow. So Rosh Hashanah usually comes at the end of September. And then you have Yom Kippur at the beginning of October and so on. So it's coming early this year. So there is significance in that as well, that sure. these feasts have been moved up. The calendar, you know what I mean? Right. Has been moved up for these Jewish feasts to take place. The word I'm going to deliver from the Lord tonight actually talks a lot about the time of the Jewish feast this year. But the Lord, he's already begun, but he's set to intervene mm -hmm. in the most incredible ways, mm -hmm. you know, biblically speaking. You know, when the Jews were at the Red Sea, their thought was not God is going to part the sea. 
He's going to make us walk through it. And then he's going to bring it down on the Egyptian army. That wasn't even in their stratosphere of thinking that God was capable. They knew he was God, but they didn't know of how everything in nature and on earth has to bow to him when he speaks, you know? So when he tells the sea to part, it's got no choice but to part. When he tells the winds to come in to blow it back, they have to come in. This is the kind of power we're going to see demonstrated by God in this hour. So what they're trying to do, the corrupt, the wicked, are trying to double down right now. They're trying to double down on their arguments, on the censorship. They're trying to frantically double down. And this is where the backfiring is going to occur. That's going to be a mess. I had prophesied from the Lord a few months back that we were going to reach a boiling point in this nation. Mm -hmm. Actually, it points at Afghanistan, too, in that word. There were shadows there of what happened in Afghanistan. Now, when the boiling point is reached, it's at its hottest and it spills over and spills out. We're there. We've hit the boiling point now. Mm -hmm. So now it's a matter of everything that they tried to cook up spilling out and over and making a mess. And it gets back to what you were saying, that God's people need to continue to press through and expect God to come through on our behalf. Amanda, you said you're going to be giving your word tonight. Mm -hmm. So that's literally the day we were recording. So by the time this goes to podcast, it will be in the past. But I would like you to give your contact information so people can hear the word that you're talking about after they hear this podcast, if they haven't learned about it ahead of time. Okay. So if you go to uh, YouTube and you search Ark of Grace Ministries, we are there. We have in your Google Play and and Apple Store, you can search Ark of Grace. We have an app. Also, liftable.tv forward slash Ark of Grace. We are on there as well. And we have, we have a website, www.arcofgrace-ministries.com. Great. I'm so glad you provided that information. I'll also have it in the yes. show notes for my listeners. Amanda, I'd love to have a closing comment from you, giving hope to my listeners, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I compared this in Michigan. When I went out on stage to speak in Michigan and I brought Chris out at the end. And you're talking about the Clay Clark Reawaken America tours. Uh Yes, absolutely. Uh, My husband came out towards the end and I compared it, what I went through with him to United States of America to, to show people what they should be doing right now. And when Chris had that rupture and I, and I saw him twitching on a ventilator, your first reaction is to want to panic. And the Lord is saying, you can't panic. You have a job to do, Mm -hmm. Amanda. Mm -hmm. You have to petition for the life of Chris because he's on life support right now. This is going to be you because you're in covenant with Chris. You're married. God has a covenant with this nation and with his people. So I had to go before, swallow every emotion I had at that moment and put it to the back of my mind and go to war. And go to battle spiritually, because what happens in the spiritual affects the natural. This is a spiritual war before it's a physical war. And I prayed. And one of the things that I prayed is, Lord, I'm going to hold you to your word Mm. that Chris is going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. That's how I ended the prayer. But I brought Chris out and I said, right now, the United States of America is sick and we are in covenant with the God who has covenant with this nation. We are supposed to be standing in the gap now and petitioning the throne of God and petitioning the righteous judge. Lord, we are holding you to your word. The United States is going to live and not die and be a beacon on a hill and be the brother to Israel it was raised up to be and a proponent of the gospel throughout the earth. And it's going to go forth and the people of God are going to rise up mighty and we're going to occupy and we're going to do the job you've given us to do at hand. Because the job I saw ahead with Chris was not for the faint of heart. Right. If Chris survived, I knew 
what was coming. This was up to God now. I had petitioned him and now God decided and God spared Chris's life. Mm. But it was it was going to be a diligent road. I had to walk with him. This is going to be a diligent road. The people of God have to walk in this country going forward. We can't hunker down in the churches and not go out and do what Jesus did and go to the towns and the villages and the squares and preach the gospel. Absolutely. This is what we're created to do. We serve a mighty, mighty God. And we serve a God whose power, we don't know his depths. The depths of his power, we don't even know. We can't even fathom with our human minds. But we serve a God that raises leaders up in a day and can destroy them in a day, that raises nations up in a day and can destroy them in a day. This is the type of power under the authority of Jesus Christ that we have because God says he's given us the power to trample on serpents and scorpions against all the power of the enemy. So nothing shall by any means hurt us. He's given it to us. We have to learn how to utilize the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal. We have a lot of weapons God has given us. They're not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down and destruction of strongholds. When we operate that way, in that regard, and wage war like that, it affects major things in the natural. And this is why you see so much coming out in the natural, because more and more people are crying out to God right right now are humbling themselves and saying, we need the Lord. And that God thrives in that position. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. So he thrives in an Mm -hmm. environment like this. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that we need to stand firm, continue to press in and pray and believe that God is who he says he is. And he will do what he says he will do. He's not a man that he should lie. Exactly. And you have to know in this hour, there's a difference between believing God is faithful and knowing he is because you've walked it with him. Right. I know God is faithful. He's proven that over and over again. You have to know right now Mm. in your heart of hearts, he's faithful. Amanda, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. I'd love to have the opportunity to have you back again sometime. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless everyone. As Amanda stated, we have to fully understand the power and authority Jesus has already given us and wield our spiritual weapons. We are in a war of good versus evil. And while it's true, Jesus has already assured us the victory, there remains many battles to be fought in this world before Christ returns. As much as we might want to be raptured to escape the tribulation, Revelation 19 clearly states one of the conditions that must be met before Christ returns is for the bride to make herself ready. Verse 7. Understand, God is not going to do for us what he's called and equipped us to do for ourselves. And the quicker we get involved in what God wants done, the sooner we'll experience the victory he has planned for us. To help you get engaged, I will have several resources in the show notes, and I'll provide excellent organizations you can get involved with and support in some way. Joining forces with an existing organization is the best way for you to multiply your impact. It also demonstrates unity, which God greatly blesses. The enemy of God is no match for God's people who unite in prayer, purpose, and power. Next week, I'll continue helping us discern current events. If you've liked what you've heard from me today, I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. I offer my books and other products from my web store, which you can get through faithtoliveby.com. Be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and receive a 20% discount on up to two products. And if you haven't already, make a point of getting my Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. It's a great way to display your faith and encourage others. 
Also, please consider becoming a subscriber to my bi-monthly e-newsletter, which will make you a preferred member, allowing you to receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And with so much going on every single day, let's also connect on social media. I'm at Facebook on Faith to Live by TV, on Twitter at PL Christian, and on LinkedIn at Pamela Christian. Also, be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on Charisma Podcast Network and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. On that landing page, there's a link for more information about my sponsors and partners. And again, if you've been blessed by my ministry, purchasing the goods and services I bring to you is how you can show your support, and it would be greatly appreciated. Also, If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it also helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. And depending on the platform where you listen, please subscribe to this podcast so you're sure not to miss a single edition. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 